It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Week 8 of the National Fraud League is in the books. We're breaking down the biggest takeaways today on the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. Odds. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league. On the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Lockdown NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Joe, I would like us to recognize an all-time bad beat that we've taken on this show from yesterday. Okay. okay. So on Thursdays, we do the pick them and we do picks against the spread courtesy of our roster rankings and assessments of the teams and the methodology that we have created. Did you see what happened at the end of the Ravens Cardinals game? Are you talking about how they scored 10 points? Touchdown. Yeah. They scored 10 points in the final minute and 15 seconds, including making a 26 yard field goal to make it a touchdown game with 26 seconds left or whatever it was. What is that lose by the spread or something? Yeah, the spread was eight and a half. Oh, yeah. Baltimore scores that touchdown with two and a half minutes left. You say, okay, we're gravy. We'll cover. Nah, they didn't cover. They gave up 10 points last minute and 15 seconds to win by seven and not cover the eight and a half point spread. A bad beat. It's unfortunate, Kyle. Talk about bad beats. How about my luck with the Giants? I can't the caveat. I say, if Tyrod's starting, I'm going Giants. You should have said if he plays 60 minutes. I forgot about the part where <laughs> there's a chance that he's going to go to the hospital for a rib injury. Yeah. Well, Tommy DeVito comes in. They have negative passing yards. Still still should have won the game. Both teams had more punts than they had points. Dude, what was the total? Was it over 20 punts, Kyle? Yeah. This is uh, 17 possessions for each team in just oh. the ultimate barn burner of a football game. 13 Kirk to 10. Ferentz. The, in heaven watching that game. Right, you know yeah. I mean? <laughs> the drive for 35 or, or 350 or whatever it is for Iowa. They're 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 looking at that one saying, ooh, the, when Iowa watches the game and says, yikes, that's pretty bad offense. <laughs> that's <laughs> how you know you had yourself a day. Um, not a coincidence, I think, that all three teams that wore throwback uniforms won in week eight. Oh, is so Seattle, Miami, and Tennessee. Yeah, and, and what's interesting is uh, like – Tennessee in particular, probably not supposed to win that game. Well, you said national fraud leagues at the top. I figured you're talking about the Falcons. Oh no. National fraud. Falcons, Texans, 49ers, chiefs. Yeah. All the frauds. Um, Rams. Yeah. Yeah. They're all frauds. Kyle. Everybody's a fraud. Yeah. But you know, some teams lost a a five and three team and a seven and one team and are frauds too. 
Yeah, it doesn't take much to be a fraud. Yeah, you know, so everybody's a fraud. There's no good teams. Um, so let's talk about, I guess we'll start with the AFC games. There are only three AFC exclusive games, Joe. Mm-hmm. We'll start there. Jacksonville beats Pittsburgh 20 to 10. Miami at home beats New England 31 17. And the Broncos beat the Chiefs 24 to 9. I think we probably have to start with the Denver game. The the flu game for Patrick Mahomes. We're told it's snowing in Denver. We see all these great Oh, no snow during the actual right. game, though. Just all just these amazing, the amazing footage of the snow covered mile high stadium. You turn on the game and guess what? It's green. Patrick Mahomes in the flu coming out there, throwing a couple of picks. Well, they turn over five times in the game. Uh, yeah, they had a lot. Yeah, it's not good. Three touchdown passes for Russell Wilson, 24 to 9, 16 in a row, right? The Chiefs had won over Denver. This the streak is over. Miko Hardman with a very beautiful muff punt there uh, at the end to really preserve the win for Denver. But you know what's crazy? It's absolutely crazy. Denver won this game with 240 yards offense and 87 passing yards while averaging 3.7 yards per play. Plus so five, a heck, a plus heck four of a turnovers. De- right. It's a heck of a defensive performance, too. I mean, you consider they, they sacked Pat Mahomes six times. Mm-hmm. They really dogged those offensive tackles. So kudos From to Denver. Because it would have been very easy with the trade deadline looming and all the rumors about them shopping everybody and everybody being available, playing the Chiefs. Yeah. They just fold up shop. It's kind of what I expect them to do. They didn't do it. How hard is it to reconcile this team giving up 70 to Miami? And then how many weeks later, four or five weeks later, holding the Chiefs to nine? Well, I think you, you said it best yesterday on the timeline right there's no transitive property in the nfl none zero none at all so for anybody who doesn't know what transitive property means it's kind of a mathematical term which is crazy for us because we're not math people here you are i was fine with just saying transitive property moving on now you want to explain it and this is where it's going to get bad uh transitive property transitive property is the most common form is when given numbers a b and c a equals b a equals if a equals b and B equals C, then A equals C as well. So if the Dolphins beat the Broncos and the Broncos are in the, play the Chiefs, then the Chiefs should beat the Broncos because Chief, did we perceive the yeah. Dolphins and Broncos or Dolphins and Chiefs to be relatively in the same category? Not how it goes. It's not not how it goes. Divisional game as well. Um, Jacksonville. Kind of guts one out. Mitch Trubisky makes an appearance for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Doesn't sound good for Kenny Pickett coming into a short week. They play uh, Thursday Night Football this week against Tennessee. Jackson, Jacksonville's that team that is just going to like win. It might not be pretty, but they're just going to keep winning and they're not going to apologize for it. Right. Like that's kind of they the shouldn't. way I perceive them. They shouldn't because they now have a bye before playing San Francisco at home. And San Francisco's reeling. We'll get to that, but they're reeling. Then they go Tennessee, Houston. Then they get Cincinnati at home. Then they're at Cleveland. Then they get Baltimore at home. And then they go Tampa, Carolina, Tennessee to close the season. We we knew this was coming, but they've taken care of business in the first half of the schedule. 
and now really put themselves in a position where if you told me the the Jaguars were a 12 plus win team at the end of the road, I wouldn't be surprised. Is is Travis Etienne emerging as the most quiet superstar out there right now? Like he's having a great he had a great year last year. He's on pace for 1200 rushing yards and 15 rushing touchdowns and 57 catches for 565 yards and, and two receiving touchdowns. Like he is just putting together production. He's a volume player for this offense. Like win we're just not talking brand. about it. Win for the brand. Because you know both you and I both liked Travis Etienne quite a bit. Right. Disastrous start to his career with the ACL. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you try and make him a slot receiver. Urban Meyer, man. Jesus, Urban Meyer. Good Lord. Insane. Oh, Absolutely man. insane. Um, Another storyline to watch for, for Pittsburgh, they, they had Cam Hayward start, come back and practicing, and then Mika Fitzpatrick left that game with a non-contact. I believe it was yeah. a hamstring. So yeah. they really, they got to have their blue chippers for this thing to work. And in the rat race that is the AFC North, where everybody's four and three, and then Baltimore six and two, there's not a lot of room for error. Since he's looking good, here come the Bengals. Yeah. Well, let's let's hold on that. Let's finish up yep. this AFC with the Dolphins beating the juggernaut that is the New England Patriots. Kyle, I watched the Patriots last week. How did this happen? Uh, this was the best defensive performance <laughs> the Dolphins have put together this season. Uh, I think it was like 218 yards of offense. New England got... They couldn't get a third down to save their lives. They were one of nine on third down in the game and 0 for 2 on fourth down. So they were one of 11 on third and fourth down. Um, Jalen Ramsey's return when the Dolphins get Javon Holland. They played this game without Javon Holland and Xavier Howard on the back end. You think about what that's going to look like Mac Jones threw two passes to Jalen Ramsey's half of the field, and one of them was intercepted and ran back six inches more width of the field away from being a pick six. So you talk about the offense and the Dolphins playing with four backup offensive linemen and still rolling up 390 yards of offense and ask the question about the running game and the sustainability of what they're currently doing. Did you see um, Next Gen Stats has the distance from quarterback chart? for? I tweeted it out last night. Did you catch it? it? Mm-hmm. Pretty incredible for Tua Tungvaloa to throw the ball 45 times in that game and have nobody within the league average distance away from him across all of their pass rushes when you consider the Dolphins played without Rob Hunt for two-thirds of the game. They played without Connor Williams. They played without Isaiah Wynn, and they played without Teron Armstead. So that, for well, me, is the, the storyline on the offensive side of the ball. What was his time to throw in this one? Oh, man, I don't have it off the top of my head. I know his season average is like 2.36 seconds. I wonder if it was like drastically better. that fat, Like faster than that? Yeah. To like, like we got four-fifths of our offensive line is out. Okay, so week eight. Our backups, to some backups are out. Uh, 2.32, so about his season average. Pretty normal, pretty normal, yep. yeah, for him. Okay. So I think that that's a great – last week against Philadelphia – they were very clunky offensively, but I thought, you know, against that front, Tua Valoa executed pretty well in similar situation. And for him to come out and do it two consecutive weeks, I think is the testament to the growth of him as a passer for how they've oriented the passing attack and how he's executing uh, within this offense. But the storyline for me is the defense. We'll uh, see if they keep that rolling next week against Kansas City, who we've already talked about, two teams that are both needing to win, but 
Yeah. One's playing bad and one looks like they're playing pretty good. All right, we're going to get to more here in just a second. Stick with us. But our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. So whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Bill's rookie tight end Dalton Kincaid has stepped into a big role with Dawson Knox getting hurt. He's gotten hot with Josh Allen the past two weeks, scoring the first time in his career in week eight against the Bucks. Kincaid gets a smash spot in a shootout against the Bengals on Sunday night. Cincinnati has been better in coverage outside and versus receivers than versus tight ends. Kincaid will once again come through for managers looking for a midseason pick-me-up at the tight end position. Vinny Iyer from Lockdown Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber and not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Was a... um ugly day in the NFC neck of the woods uh, <laughs> on many fronts. Kirk cousins. Yeah. That's I'm glad you said that first. That's the big storyline for me. Yeah. Cause we just got done singing Minnesota's praises as being a team that, Hey, all of a sudden the schedule softens up. Let's not sell. Let's mm-hmm. go get it. And they won that game. They beat the Packers yep. by two touchdowns. Yeah. But, but Kirk in a contract the catalyst, the most important player, Achilles is done, man. Smoked. As a 35-year-old quarterback. Obviously, we're seeing Aaron Rodgers do dropbacks and warm-ups. At yeah. He's, he's, he's got that special therapy he's going through. You right. Know? That, the whole dolphin thing. Um, whatever, whatever that is. Yeah. But for Kirk to have it happen on Halloween, the day before Halloween, in a contract year, man, that, that, that is just such a difficult set of circumstances for him to be cast into. And I, I really feel for him. Uh, I yeah, it sucks. He's playing great. Sucks. Yeah. He's one of the most productive quarterbacks in the league. Had really meshed with Kevin O'Connell. Um, it looked like they had found a little bit of life with the running game to be a little bit more balanced. And they were going to get Jefferson back and Addison had stepped up and we were going to go. Yeah. Kirk so, Cousins has never missed an NFL game due to injury. That's, that's true. Until, until this coming wow. week. Yeah. Wow. Sucks, man. So as of right now, Minnesota's a seven seed in the NFC playoffs. Right. And like, who do they have to hold off? The Buccaneers? Uh, this this whole slew of NFC South teams, including New Orleans, who put almost a 40-burger 40, yeah. 40 up on the Colts. Every other week, New Orleans? Like, what? I, I mean, right. I don't Every get, I don't get that freaking team, man. Like, they look like dog crap, and then they look like they can beat anybody. Uh, Grady Jarrett, Shahid, man, he's a back dude's a baller. Every time I watch Saints, man, that guy's making plays. Ball. Grady Jarrett torn Achilles or oh. his torn ACL yesterday too. Oh no, that I just saw that on the timeline. Why didn't tell everybody about eBay Motors? So, so I was gonna win. The Bucks are right in it, baby. I don't yeah, know, Schefter, dude. nine minutes ago, and the Falcons play the the Vikings this week. So two teams that. You know, had had found themselves at 500 at the midway point of the season, dealing with 
a reeling injury that could really kind of throw stuff off kilter. And Atlanta lost an ugly game at Tennessee. We could talk about Will Levis in segment three and and the passing performance that he put on display and how he breathed life in DeAndre Hopkins and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it was a big letdown game, I thought, for Atlanta. Yeah, you feel like that's one you should handle. A uh, team that just traded away uh, franchise cornerstone and Kevin Byard for mm-hmm. a, you know, a ham sandwich. Trade rumors, they're down to their third quarterback. And you got lit up. Imagine being dumb enough to think the Rams could win against the Cowboys in Dallas. I couldn't remember the picks. Again, they did did we again, have three though. different what, – what was the results here? Uh, we had three different games. Did I pick the Colts to beat the Saints? No. We both picked the Colts. Oh, we both went down together yeah. on that. Yeah. Okay. So, so I picked the, you, the Giants. You picked the Giants, and I picked the Jets. Yep. Uh, you picked the Cowboys, I picked the Rams, and you picked the Browns, and I picked the Seahawks. Oh, I didn't know so that, that. That last, t- that final minute touchdown from Geno to Smith to Jigba. Dagger like in my heart. Final dagger in your heart <gasps> yesterday. Both of I mine were crappy losses, man. <laughs> can I can I give you a, a Seattle take that's not related to their uniforms? No, I only want to talk about their uniforms. Go ahead. That that touchdown pass. Did you see the touchdown pass that Geno had where he spun out of the pocket? It. No, I didn't see it. It is the most Deshaun Watson thing that we have seen out of a quarterback, any quarterback that played in that game all season long. <laughs> it looked like 2019, 2020 Deshaun Watson spinning out of a sack, high stepping out of bodies on the ground to his left, drops a dime in the end zone. Gino's. No, he he'd be up and down a little bit, but he's gonna give you a chance in just about every game that you play. He's just, yeah, he's got his moments for sure. Um, it, we got to get to the 49ers, right? Well, the only other NFC exclusive game because we acknowledged how dumb it was to pick the Eagles Rams. and Commanders. Yes, Philadelphia coming back from Washington just is the kryptonite for Philadelphia. They were up, I think, fourteen to three at one point. Yeah. Philly comes roaring all the way back. A.J. Brown continues his juggernaut tear through opposing secondaries. Uh, Washington goes down. Sam Howell plays the game of his life. I think he threw the ball 57 times for almost 52 times. 52 times. times, 396 yards, I think, off the top of my head. 397. Right there. I'm on the doorstep. (laughs) Three or four touchdowns he throw? Four. Four touchdowns. Um. But Washington, you know, they kind of came out with the same effort that Denver did, and it was kind of the last push, which will be an interesting thing to remember next year on the eve of the trade deadline is some of these teams that that we are resigning is mm-hmm. dead or sellers. Those players say that those players hear that they they don't want that to happen, right? So you you probably get a pretty inspired effort out of those teams. I know that Sam had a ton of production, but how many times are we going to have these ratios? It's a, it's a game that you said they're what they're leading, right? In this game, they're up uh, seventeen to ten at halftime. Yep, leading, pretty much handling the lead for most of this game. Fifty-two passing attempts versus sixteen runs, and I know that you know, the offensive line they, they can't block anybody up front. They, they average five point three rushing the ball. On how many attempts? Sixteen. We had ten for right. fifty-nine for Robinson. And you have two for fourteen for Gibson. Like, like at some point you have to, you have to be able to lean on that a little bit. They also can't pass block. Somehow the Eagles only sacked him one time. The Eagles of all teams sacked Sam Howell. Everybody's getting eight, nine, ten sacks a game against 
Sam out and the Eagles get that, that might have saved him from the sack record. <laughs> that game. Incredible. You looked at that one and figured just hang 10 on the board and call it a day and we'll move on. Yeah. It's like get the get the masseuse ready to handle Sam Howell. He's gonna be sore after the game, you know. But right. geez. Right. Battered and bruised. Um we have a slew of intra conference games. Do you want to hit yeah, him? Let's after we'll, we'll, we'll get I'm to them. Hungry. Just, I'm hungry. Uh, then order DoorDash. Ooh. The convenience is simply unmatched, Kyle. I ordered DoorDash last night. We got El Vallertas. It's my favorite Mexican restaurant. El Vallertas. Yeah, man. Super What'd you good. get? They, you get uh, um, the uh, mole poblano. No, I didn't get that. But I got three soft tacos, and they have the best like hot salsa in town. And so we had that like actually off. spicy. It's legit spicy, and it's got tons of cilantro in it. So does it's it like have, this. Does it have onions in it? No, of course. Well, I mean, I'm sure it does, Kyle, but I don't like mm. onions. Mm. Uh, check out, you got to check out DoorDash. If you're looking to get food from your favorite local restaurants, you're looking to get groceries, they will bring it right to your front door. It's so convenient, and the consistency is outstanding. DoorDash brings me what I want, just like I picked it out for myself. And if there's ever a problem, they take care of it right away. So stop worrying about what you're going to snack on. Stop worrying about what's for dinner. Stop worrying about finding time to get to the grocery store. Let DoorDash handle that for you. Got a deal here. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. Subject to change, terms apply. Again, don't forget to use code LOCKED23 for 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more. Subject to change, terms apply. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Avid onion hater Joe Marino sucking down oh, yeah. spicy salsa. It's interesting. Listen, I know that there's a little bit of congruency issues with my onion hatred, all right? But I, they're disgusting. If you put onions in food, all you can taste is the onions. So let me let me get us back on track here. We already talked about this Jets-Giants game, mm-hmm. and we talked about how you picked the Giants to win. Um, and it was negative a near, it was nine. A near miss for you. Yeah, negative nine yards. It was an even closer near miss than you thought because Daniel Jones was cleared for contact on Sunday morning. Yeah. So he almost played, which then would have prompted you to change to the Jets. An even more close loss. Kyle, I, I don't care. I don't care what defense you're playing. I don't care who your quarterback is. Negative I don't care nine. what the weather conditions are. In the National Football League right now, nine, negative nine well, passing yards. Let's so let's talk about it. Do you want to talk about the Giants' possession in overtime and the play calls? Well, what the hell was that? Dude, when they got the holding call, that there's no chance. There's no if, chance. If that's the calls you're going to br- bring out here on second and twenty, just punt the ball, or first and twenty, just punt the ball. <laughs> you, you st- if you if you don't trust him that much, oh. that we're just going to run everybody vertical, swing Saquon Barkley six yards deep in the backfield, 
and pretend like we're going to throw it and then turn it into a tackle drill for him to gain one yard per catch for like three straight plays. Get out of here. It's the 2023 National Football League. It cannot happen. I don't care. If you're good enough to be on a National Football League active roster on a Sunday, you got to have more than this. Well, Joe, we don't we don't have the weapons we need. We don't have the offensive line we need. We're they're on our third string quarterback. Well, it it speaks to it speaks to this operation and them not being honest about what's going on. Right. But good, good for hey. how about the Jets? They're four and three, right? Bravo to the Jets. Right. They, they get they they deserve some flowers here. They're finding ways to win, gutting out some tough games, right? Leaning on defense, even overcame a lot of mistakes here in this game but yep. they win and so they're they're in it man they're four and three there's nine games within there's nine teams within one game of each other in the AFC and the Jets are absolutely in it yep they are going to be a really fascinating team they have the uh Chargers at home on Monday Night Football when you say Next Chargers week. at home you mean in LA or in New York in New York it's a bummer it's a, it's a bummer it's Monday Night Football because you, you catch Chargers coming West Coast to East Coast for one o'clock game. You for them, feel yeah. really good about that. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows what you're getting out of the Chargers each week. Right. Now we got, got some big ones. We got a good version of them last night. That's that's Monday night. We got Dolphins, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Seahawks, Ravens. No, we Joe, next week we have the greatest 14 hour stretch we will have all season. So it's Chiefs, Dolphins in Germany at 9 30. There is a one o'clock game. Between the Ravens and Seahawks, like you said. Mm-hmm. Then at 425, we have Cowboys-Eagles. Oh, Lord. And then Sunday Night Football is Bills-Bengals. Buckle up. I'm glad I'm on the end of that. So <laughs> if you lose early hey, you on, you can enjoy the I'm glad I'm on the front end of it. So I'm going to get right. it out of the way. I'm the only game in town. I'm not going to miss it. ready for the 930 about. start. Nothing weirder than that, man. Yeah, rev our engines. We'll be ready to go. They're getting to Germany tomorrow, right? Or today, they're leaving. They're in the air. Uh, they're leaving tonight. They're leaving tonight. Smart. Smart. Getting out there. Chiefs are early. leaving when? Uh, end of the week. Dolphins by a dozen. No, don't say a dozen. I just, it, the the word play worked. I needed a D. Dozen. Dolphins by. Uh, I know. I get it. Bills by billion. I get it. Right. There's I'm sorry that your number's not higher than a dozen. I mean, were you looking for 40? We, we hadn't talked about. We talked about the Chiefs. This happened. Yeah, we did. We got there. Sorry, man. I'm losing. Yeah, we, today. We, we acknowledged the the pass rush and the the yeah. paltry offense, and yet still losing by 13 points. The, the problem um, is, you and I had an extensive conversation in the pre-show, and I'm it's running together what we talked about there. Versus the boss, Dave Tepper's brought winning football back to Carolina. Oh, brother. Um, yeah. Round of applause. The Panthers <laughs> won a game. Had some doubts that it would happen. Twenty-three Price. yard field goal by Pinero with six seconds left or whatever. It was yeah, the, we, they the kept game. on kept on going offsides. Pretty smart, right? And just keep on doing it. I mean, um, Spe- speaking of offsides, just one more note on that Giants Jets game. You realize Thibodeau went offsides on the play before they got the big game to get in on the field goal range, and that stopped the clock. Yeah, well, a comedy of errors. Yeah, bad situational football. Anyway, the Panthers uh, won a game. Bryce Young coming out of the bye, I mean, clearly his best game of the season and even had some yeah. drops that I thought they you know, they should have come down with to be even more productive. They couldn't run the football to save their lives. 24 rushes for 44 yards mm. and still won the game. 
Uh, so the Panthers winning with throwing in defense, not necessarily the script, uh, what I thought would happen for them to get one. Uh, but Bryce threw some dimes too. Yeah, he 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 was his, by far his best moments. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So hat um, tip to them. Have you talked about your King Rashid Shaid yet? I, I I mentioned him like while you were transitioning, you probably got lost in the shuffle. But yes, three catches for 153 yards and a touchdown. Baller. Baller. Wearing 22 out there, baller. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good to see Jonathan Taylor back. I know that the Colts losing that game to drop to three and five is a bummer, but nevertheless, seeing Taylor look like Taylor, he had four for 66 to, to like start the game or something like yeah. that and finish with a really, really strong uh, workload. They're so still getting good. production on Zach Moss, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, so those guys average like seven yards per carry. Yeah. Between the two. They're excellent. Um, And that's, that's great. Um, you know, the Colts are the only offense in the league this year to score 20 points in every game. Colts. That's it. Really? The only team, the Colts. No team has done it. The Colts are the only team to score 20 points in every oh, game this year. Oh, oh, Kyle oh, is oh. Kyle is perplexed. I'm my guy. I'm counting the keys. Well, I just think it's a shame that that, that is true. And in the last three games, they've given up 37, 39, 38 points. Right. Right. <laughs> Right, like my brother hit me with this. He goes, he goes, Joe. Who do you think the only team in the NFL is to score twenty points in every game? And I was like, okay, the Chiefs. I remember they scored like eighteen against Denver. I, was, I said Miami. No, I think my first guess was like Philadelphia. And he's like, nope. And then I, I, I actually like did the inventory, and I thought I remembered, I remembered that they were the team that scored thirty whatever against the Browns. Right after I said 49ers were going to yeah, do it, thirty-eight. I was, 38. I was like, it's the Colts. He's like, yes, it's the Colts. There it is. And 28.6 points per game allowed defensively. <laughs> Score 20 points was- all you want. That's how you get three and five, right? Gardner Minshew and Anthony Richardson, 85 different tight ends that play. Alec Pearson, Michael Pittman. They, it, it, your Jonathan Taylor's been hurt most of the year. This is the offense that's done that. It's incredible. Yep. Yep. We, Will Levis, we got to get there. I know we're kind of up against it here. What, awesome what a perform, awesome performance. I, I, everything that the pro side of the scouting report on Will Levis said right. is what you got in the first game. So, I mean, I mean, it's early, but it's also not too early to delete the tweets, folks, because there's some bad Will Levis takes out there. Well, you know, comes out against Atlanta. Hits you over the top a bunch. I think he had like the three longest air yards completions for touchdowns in this week. Did he really? Yeah, he was he was launching yeah. it, man. Swan- yeah, I know he that had uh, Tua had one the, the the year the weekly tradition of Tua Tyreek just runs by everybody. Yeah, he gets bracketed and and runs straight through it all over again. And every week this touchdown happens. Every <laughs> week. This touchdown happens. Well, you know what, what's funny is that McDaniel's giving him the flexibility to to act like signal it. Oh. I would too. Nope. There'd be we'd, there'd be a, a whatever we go. So if they if they get <laughs> out there and they, they see a high safety and he cheats like he gets too far off the hash and it's like Goodbye. okay they're they're bracketing and I got outside leverage with press coverage he's gonna stutter release inside and he's just gonna tear it and they, they've done it like three straight week. weeks now. It's incredible. Why wouldn't you just like I'd have I'd I'd have that cooking all the time. Nobody could run with him. And Tua just drops it in there. 
right? When it's in rhythm and he can hitch off the top of his drop, he's, you he's know, able to drop a drop. You know, right. that touchdown's coming the second. Like it just looks a certain way when Tua's dropping back and like just the way he throws it. Like, yeah, I, I'm surely Tyreek has 10 yep. yards of separation. It's going to catch this thing in stride. When he in rhythm hitches at the top of the drop and immediately Goodbye. throws, you're like, Goodbye. oh boy, he's got him. Yeah. Goodbye. Right. Yep. Yeah. We know, we know how this goes. So speaking of Tyreek Hill, first receiver in the modern era of the NFL with a thousand yards to the first eight games of the season. Uh, he talked about getting 2000 yards and he means it. he is at 1,014 yards through eight games. He's going to do it in 16 games. Might do it in less. Right. They'll, they'll, they'll all of the conversation around, well, 17 game schedule with that. Yeah, Go ahead and get work. that wrapped up before week 18. So I don't, you know, the Bills gave Belichick his 300th win. We'd hate to give Tyreek his 2,000 receiving yards. So go ahead, go ahead and get that taken care of beforehand, you know? Pretty incredible. He's got eight touchdowns already, uh, which is more than he had, as many as he had all year last year, too. So make it a, he'll make a very interesting conversation yeah. for the MVP race. Good thing Jonathan Gannon is not the head coach of the Dolphins. He'd be real goofy. <laughs> right. Gods. <laughs> Shots. <laughs> and uh, we'll continue to take the shots at, at Gannon and the Cardinals because they backdoored us there on the, the cover there at the end of the game against Baltimore. But uh, that's going to do it for us here on Locked on NFL Scouting. Happy Victory Monday to those of you who are celebrating. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We are out of here. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Peace. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.